It's the Manitoba Beer Cast, Episode 1. Hi, my name is Brad Gordon. I'm your host. This podcast is dedicated to searching out and enjoying Manitoba brewed beer. In the weeks to come, I'll be talking to the folks who brew it, grow the ingredients, distribute it, and serve it to you. In short, the beer cast has a mission. It wants you to drink local beer more often. As stated, episode one, it's been a long time in coming. There's an old saying, if you wish to make God laugh, tell him your plans. For that reason, let's just skip the details of all the false starts on this project. I want to get the mea culpas out of the way and use this first episode to let you know what we're planning to do. The initial plan for the podcast was to launch with a series of visits out to the tap rooms and breweries across the province and talk to folks in the industry about what makes them tick. And then, well, COVID happened and things have changed. We've all gone through changes this past year and we've all lost something. And the local beer industry hasn't been immune. So we're going to play this as it lays. We're going to spend a certain amount of time talking about the mechanics of getting your hands on what you love. We're going to talk to the folks in the, uh, at the breweries and say, how are you surviving this? This is how we're going to start as things open up. Well, things are going to get better for all of us. First and foremost, though, I want to confess this podcast already has a manifesto. I want to share a couple of points right up front. Number one, my belief is buying local beer is a social good. It creates jobs for brewers, distributors, servers, the folks who grow the inputs. Yeah, it means local jobs. And it means that profits stay local to be recirculated through the economy. I'm big on that. Point two, brewers of craft beer aren't just craftspeople, they're artists. Well, you want proof? When you get to go to your local taproom again, I recommend you look at the bottom half of the chalkboard. And this is what tasting flights are for. Where brewers are taking chances and small batch stuff is to be had, fill up your tasting flight with that stuff. Why? It's where the art comes in, along with all the science and craft. It's where you're taking chances. And that's half the fun. Point three. Frankly, this podcast alleges that a lot of macro beer is just plain boring. Forgettable. And it seems that you're paying an awful lot for a brand presence that really doesn't do anything for you. Now, I expanded on these three points last fall with a piece I wrote for the blog BeerCrank.ca. Cody Lowbrew has been writing reviews of beers from across the world for almost a decade now. I was gratified he asked me for a guest column. So as a way of getting the manifesto fleshed out, I'm going to ask some indulgence. Um, I'm just going to read it for you. Um, the title of this thing is Be That Guy, Ask for Local Beer. I'm the bane of Manitoba pub and restaurant servers. I look at the bar menu, make that annoying little pursing of the lips, turn to the server and say, what have you got for local beer? Yeah, I'm one of those guys, and you should be too. In some places in this country, asking for local beer choices is not a problem. In some localities, it allows for a well-versed server to joyfully recite the establishment's taps and the contents of the beer fridge if you want something weird. Five years ago in New Westminster, the server merely stepped aside, did her best Vanna White hand gesture, and pointed to a 30-tap run of exclusively B.C. beers. This was in a sports bar. 
Oh, wait, there was one lonely <coughs> tap at the end of the run. That's for people who, um, get lost, was the answer. Well, up until recently in Manitoba, asking that question, what have you got for local beer, could get you labeled as a freaking pest. Now, don't get me wrong. In 2021, the craft beer revolution is going really well in Winnipeg. Beer heads of all stripes can find their style of choice inside the perimeter with a bit of knowledge and the willingness to burn just a bit of gas. Clusters of tasting rooms now dot the map. But if this is a revolution, we've secured a few key outposts, but a lot of people have not been won over to our side. The battle hasn't even been fully engaged outside the perimeter. And trust me, there are beer heads in rural Manitoba who definitely want in. If we want to continue seeing Manitoba breweries thrive, then there's two major fronts to engage. Number one's a lack of information. Number two, a physical availability of product issue. And they're linked. You see, winning your friends and family over to becoming local beer consumers can be a challenge. Multinational macro beer brands are equal parts quaffable and forgettable. That's a reason for all the top-down marketing anyways. A huge amount of the product tastes roughly the same. But some folks do love that quaffable stuff, and that puts evangelizing beer heads in the position of arguing that local beer does mean local jobs and opportunities for local growers. If you're drinking big brands like <coughs> and <coughs> I want that opportunity to slide something your way that tastes familiar yet better and doesn't export profits to Chicago or Belgium. You know, local money, local jobs. So more and more folks can be convinced to go local once they give it five minutes of consideration and of the right product put in front of them. The other roadblock is simple availability of product. Not enough good Manitoba beer is escaping the vortex in Winnipeg. It's a physical problem. Now, a hat tip to the exception to the rule, the folks at Farmery, they went over legions of rural fans just simply pledging to use Manitoba ingredients in their products. For a while there, you couldn't go to a barbecue in Westman without seeing those orange cans everywhere. All things considered, there's a handful of great vendors and well-stocked liquor marts inside and outside the perimeter. I have to testify that the master of beercrank.ca had to stage a multi-year charm offensive to turn Brandon's Victoria Avenue location into the best-stocked store outside the capital region. The vast majority of small vendors have a skiff of local product, if any, based largely on the persuasiveness of brewery sales reps. But there are some good ones. But expansion of the pipeline of more local beer to more people means we have to grapple with that old devil, supply and demand. Unless people ask for Manitoba beer, it's simply easier for the vendors, bars, and restaurants to keep offering <coughs> apple or banana or whatever the marketers and chemists have cooked up this season. Always asking for local brew and having your buds do the same is eventually going to make more purchasers gamble on more and more local product. Point two of that, it really helps if you enthusiastically step up and buy the product when the vendor in question puts something good on the shelves. You know, if it languishes, it ain't getting reordered. So across this province, we have the opportunity to improve our range of choices. We can get our friends to drink better beer, get more local product on the shelves, and be pleasantly surprised when we ask people, hey, what have you got for local beer? Thanks for enduring that. And now, since the Manitoba Beercast is committed to getting more beer to more people in this province, the podcast presents... 
beer in the wild. With each episode, I hope to feature a sighting of beer in new places in rural Manitoba, be it on the taps, be it over in a vendor, be it uh, at an LC location. Now, if you see Manitoba beer in an unexpected or very welcome place, well, tag me in over at Twitter at MBBeerCast, or you can simply send me a note at our email address, beerme at manitobabeercast.com. We're going to start this with a sighting from a couple of months ago by Torque Brewing. They featured a marvelous photo on Twitter of a huge display of their products at Pinawa's Solo Store. It was a multi-shelf takeover, and not just the core pours either. I swear I saw a whole bunch of curmudgeon, their sour beer. So I look forward to hearing from you, and we can explore beer in the wild. Now, a couple of quick notes on the weeks ahead. Brandon's entry into the craft brewery space, Black Wheat Brewing, is coming along. It's building a location on 10th Street, just north of Victoria Avenue. And since there's a connection between this project and Barnhammer, they already have a leg up. Black Wheat is offering Brandon delivery of their Cornerstone products, two pours. Um, You can buy them through the Barnhammer website. There is Empire Ale, an American IPA, and there is a Czech Pilsner. Um, I'll be talking more about this project in the coming weeks, and uh, I did get my hands on the product. It is now available at Brandon's um, Victoria Avenue and 10th Street Liquor Mart. I had a chance to have the Empire Ale, and I like it. Looking forward to visiting that tap room when it opens this spring. And lest we forget, there is potentially a second craft brewery on the horizon for Westman um, on Pacific Avenue. Um, there was one suitor who wanted that space and went to Brandon City Council for it. And over the course of the summer, a second one has stepped up for that location. So we'll see what happens. Also in Brandon, I'd like to say a few words about a venue we lost over the past year. COVID and a lease renewal wrangle closed the Prairie Firehouse restaurant back in the late spring. If you had gone there, you would have noticed one thing about it, a commitment to Manitoba beer. They had four rotating taps from Manitoba Brewers right there. I loved the place. It had a really decent patio. I got married in the upstairs hayloft in the name of full disclosure. Big fan of the firehouse. I'm going to miss it. But that historic building, if you've been there, it's a great building. However, that historic building is not lost. It's going to become an events center later this year once the restrictions get lifted. I've been pressing my face against the glass, hoping to see how it's coming along. Um, More on that as it develops. And hopefully when Code Red gets lifted and we shakily work our way towards some kind of new normal, we'll get to see what they have to offer. Now, with Manitoba's major market liquor marts having installed their updated security systems, I'd like to make a slight observation. We've been in Code Red for a while, 10 weeks. We've also had a bit of cold weather. I just want to say, once we get out of pandemic mode... Lining up to be processed by security during the winter will no longer be charming. To me, it kind of smacks of lining up at the gold gum store in the old dead Soviet Union in order to get one single rubber boot. We know why these steps were taken. I've got to note, though, that few of the youth that were committing smash-and-grab crimes in the last couple of years at Liquor Marts, well, very few of them were making off with heavy cases of beer. Ditto with high-end wine. That kind of thing requires a robust black market for the right vintages. 
It was all about the high-priced hard liquor, which can be easily fenced. So now we have to wait in line at the liquor marts to remove our IDs from our wallets to be scanned, lift our caps, lower our masks in order just to get in. Now, during the pandemic, any kind of shopping's been a hassle. You know, wearing your mask, using the sanitizer going in and coming out of the store, the joys of trying to observe those aisle directions, and the six-foot distance you're supposed to leave. And there's a solid 20% of the populace who just aren't making that effort. So, the new security system makes place for the liquor marts, but it's going to chafe a lot more when we get back to something resembling the new normal. The folks at the liquor marts are trying to increase the footprint of locally brewed beers in their stores, but enthusiasts have another choice, and that's going to the increasing number of vendors that are making a real commitment to Manitoba beer without the security shakedown. It's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Well, that is it for episode one of the Manitoba Beer Cast. Thanks this week to the much-esteemed beercrank.ca. Read it for the good reviews, not for the scathing ones of really bad macro products. You can find the Beer Cast over on Twitter at mbbeercast. You can find us at manitobabeercast.com. The email address is beerme at manitobabeercast.com. Visit the site uh, to get all the links for Apple Podcasts and that entire expanding universe of pod platforms, and for the RSS feed, if you happen to be really old school. I encourage you, send me an email or post on Twitter your sightings of beer in the wild. Manitoba brews you find outside the Perimeter Highway. Support your rural beerhead buddies. The theme music of the beer cast is by Ottawa's Admiral Bob. You can join the Admiral in the Remix community at ccmixter.org. Incidental sound effects come from Zapsplat. My name is Brad Gordon. I help Manitoba businesses and nonprofits build and implement communication strategies and tactics, as well as sales and marketing plans. Find me over at gordoncommunications.ca. I thank you for listening. Keep it chilled. We'll talk next week. Back to the old beer cooler where the beer is cooler Where they have your favorite brand Where you can drive right up and they will load you Down with cases, cartons, bottles or cans